This is most certainly true. In the greatest act of selfless mercy, God sent His own Son into our world to die for your sins. And we can't stop talking about it. We now present this sermon, recently delivered at Grace, to you. The second reading from Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 8. God has been so richly generous with us, and now he gives us the opportunity to be generous with those around us. And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people. And they exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord and then by the will of God also to us. So we urge Titus, just as he had earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you, see to it that you also excel in this grace of giving. I am not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it to the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, through his poverty, might become rich. I was walking down the street in Lima, Peru, I was walking from the seminary of our fellowship to the space where we were having our meeting. The man walking next to me was from Latvia. I determined how he served the church of our fellowship in Latvia. And then he began to question me. He figured out that I was American, that I was Wisconsin-sinned Lutheran, and then that I was a pastor who worked in the Wisconsin-sinned headquarters. And then he asked me, what do you do for Wells? And I said, I'm the administrator for ministerial education. And he said, I will ask the Lutheran question, what does this mean? <laughs> and I said, well, I'm responsible for all of the schools and programs that train the next generation of pastors, teachers, staff ministers, and missionaries. And he said, without missing a beat, how do you sleep at night? Dear friends in Christ, I sleep at night very well because all of the people who serve at the ministerial education schools and their various programs are committed to the word of the Lord, love their students, and are doing their best to raise up that next generation of gospel ministers for you. As a result, as administrator of ministerial education, I get to do a lot of value-added things. One of the things I get to do is interview all of the international students and multiracial students in our schools. I want to find out their history, 
and how we can support them better while they're in our schools, and what their intent is for service in our denomination upon graduation from the schools. Recently, I had a very buoying interview with one of those students, senior Martin Luther College, getting ready to graduate. He had a common experience to international students. He came from Asia, from an unbelieving family. He enrolled in one of our Lutheran high schools in order to improve his English and get a degree that would allow him to go an American college and succeed in business. And then he entered one of our Bible classes. And the Holy Spirit grabbed a hold of him. And he learned about our Lord Jesus Christ. He had a beautiful way of expressing what happened to him. He said, I learned what Jesus did, that he died for me and for the whole world. And I kept waiting for what's the catch. And then I found out that I had forgiveness of sins through faith in Jesus with no strings attached. And I kept waiting for, how do you say it in English, the other shoe to drop. And I found out that God did all of this not because any of us deserve it, but because of his love. And I was overwhelmed by grace. Grace is so awesome. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ is so... And then he chose a word that I don't know, I don't think he knows is cliche for English speakers. He said that grace is so amazing. It's not cliche. The grace of the Lord is so amazing. And then when I asked him why he was there at MLC, Martin Luther College, he said something that is very common for students, not just international students at MLC. He said, this man who shared all that with me, the man with whom he learned Luther's small catechism, with whom he had Bible information class, he said, I realized I wanted to be like that man. I wanted to bring this message of Jesus to students, however I would encounter them. People who appreciate the gospel appreciate the ones who bring them the gospel. You just see that over and over again. People who appreciate the gospel want the best for the people who bring them the gospel, the pastors, the teachers, the staff ministers, the missionaries. In our denomination, when we think about how we train those people, we want the best for them. And so we discuss what's the best way to train them. We value the gospel so highly that we want to figure that out. Should it be an apprentice method should it be a way where you prove yourself in service and then you get training, more training? We've decided as a denomination we're going to train them by the American college model because as Americans, that's the way we often treat the 
occupations we want to train for the best. So we use the American College model. And we have our own College of Ministry, the Wells College of Ministry, Martin Luther College in New Ulm, Minnesota, MLC. We've made it a dedicated college. It trains only pastors, teachers, staff ministers, and missionaries. That's it. And we put our heart and soul into that college because we appreciate the gospel and we appreciate the people who bring it to us. So we use the American College model for improving that college. And in the American College model, you do campaigns. So we're in the third year, the final year of a campaign for Martin Luther College called Equipping Christian Witnesses. And that college has three pillars. And the first pillar is recruitment. You know that about American colleges, right? They're all worried about recruitment. Regular undergrads, people moving from high school to college because that demographic is shrinking in the United States. So Martin Luther College is thinking all the time about recruitment. Here's my challenge for you. Do you know any high school students who excel in everything? In faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in love? Well, then recruit them for Martin Luther College. Encourage them to be ministers of the gospel. Do you know any people currently serving in a vocation in life who are willing to change the vocation? Are they excelling in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, or in love? Encourage them to contact Martin Luther College in New Ulm, Minnesota and find the best way to train for ministry, whether that's on-site there, online courses, or whatever other path we have. We have a number of paths for them. Pillar one of the campaign is recruitment. We can use more pastors, teachers, staff ministers, and missionaries. The harvest is plentiful. The laborers are few. Pillar two of this American college campaign is financial assistance to lower the educational debt of the college graduates. You know this is an issue, right? They talk about it in politics all the time. Martin Luther College puts a lot of effort into financial assistance. For the last three years, the percentage of seniors who graduate with no debt has increased from a quarter to a third. And the number or the amount that seniors owe when they graduate in debt has gone down each of those years and is well below the first year salary of a pastor or teacher in our fellowship. There's plenty more to do. Pillar two of the campaign is the Congregational Partnership Grant Program. Needs an acronym, so it's CPGP. And in CPGP, this congregation sends dollars from the congregation toward the tuition of any member of this congregation who goes to MLC, and the college matches and even exceeds those. That's CPGP. If you don't have any members of your congregation at MLC and you send in those dollars, those are the dollars the college uses to do the match. That CPGP has really helped lower the educational debt of people graduating from MLC. But you can also give to regular financial aid at Martin Luther College in New Ulm, Minnesota. 
And you can afford to do that because you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love kindled in you. And you may also excel in the grace of giving. It's called grace because the students don't deserve it. It's called grace because you don't deserve to have the ability to do it. But the Lord has blessed you regardless. And he promises in great generosity that when you give to any need in your family, in your community, in your congregation, also to this financial assistance program, he promises that you'll be okay. He promises to bless you generously. And from those generous blessings, you can afford to give. Pillar three of the Equipping Christian Witnesses campaign is buildings. This is how American colleges improve their campuses. They do campaigns. There are two buildings in the campaign. The first one is a field house. The field house is completely funded. It's under construction at the MLC website. You can click on the camera and see how close to being done it is. The other building is a residence hall. It's not close to being funded yet. That's an opportunity for you to give. American college students need dormitories. You can decide for yourself how plush you want the dormitory to be. What do you want for those students? I mean, they're going to become ministers of the gospel, right? There hasn't been a new dormitory built on our campus at the College of Ministry since 1971. So 50 years later, we're probably due refurbishing also the old dormitories on that campus. But here is an opportunity for you to excel. Do you appreciate the ministers of the gospel the way the widow at Zarephath in the first reading appreciated that minister who brought her the word of the Lord and the abundant physical blessings from the Lord? Are you willing to give like the widow at the temple who threw in her might. The college is looking for transformational gifts, but the Lord doesn't define transformational the way American college campaigns do. The Lord is looking for a gift that comes from your heart, which has been transformed by His grace. When you realize how awesome, how amazing, the grace of the Lord is, then you are moved to give. You excel in everything already, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love kindled in you. See also that you excel in this grace of giving, and join with me in making sure that we all excel in equipping Christian witnesses. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. To learn more about God's grace, or to support this ministry, please visit gracedowntown.org today. This grace is for you.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace.